1: In so history. Always, say you always follow. Yeah,
3: yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VCN.
4: Great moments in history have begun with a question. To me or not to be—that is the question. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And what kind of hair product does Mitch Moss use? but follow the money wants to know do you concur concur what
0: sir do you concur And this edition of do you concur brought to you by draft kings now listen carefully here win or lose patrick mahomes is already the most skilled quarterback to ever play do you concur yes concur. most skilled most skilled
2: mm-hmm. now he's not still brady's the best and Mahomes has a, a lot to live up to. You can't tell me he's better than Brady based on, on what they've accomplished and how many Super Bowls Brady has. But he, even the loss when he had no time to throw against Tampa Bay, when he's running for his life and some of the plays he made that were almost, almost complete, done. Yeah. what he can do. He's a magician out there.
0: In fact, I'll give you my top three. Mo- I don't have Brady in my top three most skilled. Right. See, this is a great discussion with wide receiver. No one. The best wide receiver in terms of skill was Randy Moss. Not even close. Agreed. But Jerry Rice is the best. Right. My my three most skilled quarterbacks I've ever seen play. I have to have Elway in the top three. Got to do it. Cannon for an arm. He was the oh, th- yep. that one guy who could scoop before anybody in this uh, you know current generation. I got to have Aaron Rodgers top three most skilled. The the pinpoint accuracy some of them he was also very good at running picking up first downs getting the teams to jump off sides. Yes. Uh, also yes. when the when the guys running off the field he was unbelievable at that kind of stuff yeah. Best that's a different story yeah well, i'm a big legacy guy though too
2: and if this kid can win 3 at the age of 28 oh man and only five quarterbacks have, uh, yeah five players have done that yeah. quarterbacks and uh there's no telling how
0: many he can win when it's all said and done yeah kelsey and kittle are two of the very best in their position, Paulie. We are only at the beginning of this tight end revolution. Do you concur? Well, yes or
2: no. I'll take the easy way out. Because it comes down to shady quarterback play. And you don't, I mean, how good is Pitts? This guy might be the best in the league but they never throw to him i know and he's had lousy quarterbacks so that i think that the same thing with kittle Kittle's probably number two but again they hardly use the guy mm-hmm. and he's a great blocker but they have so many weapons we don't get to see him and i mean that if you had like a Rodgers or a brady
0: in san francisco what would kittles numbers look like i just think that we're going to have more and more kids who are going to be 6 230 who are basically wide receivers big enough and they're going to call them tight ends I mean, look at Laporta comes into the league. Sets the all-time record yeah. for most catches ever by a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Finally, somebody, and that somebody was Joe Flacco, unable to really get Njoku going, who is was ridiculous, right? Yeah, he was yeah. hardly used till Flacco came in. Right, right. So yep. I think there's a ton of guys, and I think that's going to continue because of how big players are, are uh, today. Yeah. The Raiders made a big mistake not locking up Kingsbury as their O.C. Do you concur? I do concur because not that I love Kingsbury as an O.C. or as a head coach overall, but you're going to get Getzy, the guy who was oh. just with the Bears, he's the replacement for kingsbury i gotta talk to lombardi
2: what the hell happened there now number one i give the guy credit because he could just put his feet up and relax and live on a beach because of the buyout money and what Arizona owns them. But he still loves ball and wants to coach. And it looked like it was a done deal. And then they couldn't agree. Somebody had a great tweet. Well, Antonio Pierce says, I want to run the ball 50 times I a game. That. And then he goes, I'm out of here. But they couldn't agree <laughs> to terms. And next <laughs> next thing you know, he's the OC with the, with Washington now. I think. Um, and then you get Getze. Double whammy. De- Getze.
0: Ask again, Bear fans what they think of him. Yeah, sure. No, again, not that I was going to. I think Kingsbury to the Raiders would have been intriguing to me. Getze has no intrigue whatsoever. no and now i guess you can forget about the whole idea of the raiders potentially getting justin fields like that's not going to happen now that they brought in the oc and fields was not a big fan of the coaching
2: i can't believe it doesn't matter the sport
0: they just recycle
2: these guys oh yeah right coordinators coaches now arts you know smith is an oc now if they're getting fired
0: in atlanta this guy gets fired he's the oc with the raiders and it just musical cheers yep the biggest odds for a prop cashing on super bowl sunday will involve a kicker do you concur
2: I hope that I hope you get there with the MVP. I'm nice. going to say yeah, a good chance. Concur, yes. Whether it's missed extra point or MVP and something like that could happen. I mean, is someone really going to have three touchdowns? I, I don't mm. see that happening. That's available. Not here, everything by the way. I think it's going to be a 24-20 no, no, kind yeah. of game. I think it's low scoring. I don't think I think something like that will happen. What and you see what a missed extra point would pay or. Well, maybe the biggest prop to cash is five six to one something like that
0: how about this how about if bucker hits a 55 yarder at the gun to win the game so you'd have two you'd have the all-time record that's what plus 375 to go over 54 and a half or higher you've uh, almost five to one here. And then you'll have right. you'll have a score in the final two minutes of the game and a game winner, which is a bettable as well at a huge price. Yeah.
2: Now I needed better than that because we've done fifty-seven yeah. of these and, and no one's done it before. Yep. But it just the, the thing that has to be, you just have to be in position even attempt a
0: fifty-five yard field yeah. goal. I'll point this out now that football we're down to one game. It's time to like I know we have the madness coming up, but now. Yeah, it depends on your position. Maybe you're actually going to spend time with your wife now, your better half, whatever it is. TV shows are going to become more relevant in your life now that football's done, potentially. I'm watching Griselda on Netflix. Very good. I, I finished think, it. I think it's very good. Yeah. A little Don't, disappointing with the ending, but... Oh, uh, thank you. i am not not gotten there yet. Sorry. Uh, you but, know, she named her son Michael Corleone, one of them. I did not know that yet. Yeah. She named one of her kids Michael Corleone. Is that right? Yes. All right um true detective season one is all-time good compared to any other show oh yeah move over and i forgot
2: about this because oh. this is 10 years old now i know but there are callbacks and there are stuff that happens in season four which is airing right now on hbo with jody foster which is great there's callbacks to season one so I went back and I, and I forgot about it because it's season one is off the charts. Good mm-hmm. between the chemistry, the writing, you know what happened in season two. We won't talk about that. But the, yeah. it, McConaughey and Harrelson. McConaughey. That was when McConaughey was in his own. Everything he was doing was that performance by those two and the writing and how good that is. Some people had a little bit of a problem with the ending. I didn't. I thought, you know, uh, but it was
0: eight episodes a plus that was true in the, detective season oh, one is a plus and i'm a hard grader i i will compare that again to any elite season from any tv show of all time mcconaughey's wheelhouse was then dallas buyers club right uh he was in every those lincoln commercials were taken off like crazy Wolf of wall street's got a good appearance another one yeah
2: right but this is uh and there's a lot of stuff that you you might miss that you really have to focus when you're watching that show too right and that uh, you missed the first time
0: if the league ever decided to show the rotation of the super bowl location the list should be miami new orleans los angeles and this city right here, Las Vegas. Yeah, 100% concur. That's good. I'm enough. not opposed to a, a, a rotation, a short
2: rotation. I don't have a problem with it. Right. And also to selfishly, to, to be in the media, I think that's good as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great rotation. Yep. Now, what do you have on this? So, okay, there's a lot going on here. Uh, do you concur? the auburn basketball players haven't watched shawshank redemption no way no how it came out in 1994 i ask you because at the auburn old miss game johnny broom star player for auburn is on the sideline and he feels a tug on his jersey not once but twice and he goes that after the second i was gonna let it go but then i'm like who's this lunatic and he starts yelling at the fan it's morgan freeman who's a super fan that just grew up the, down sure. the road and loves old and there's a picture of him right there with a hat on he loves old miss but then he's like going back oh I love your pictures I came over and apologized twice but it's kind of like LeBron James oh I love the Godfather what's your favorite line oh there's so many can you give me one it's like he couldn't give you his favorite movie it's like there's no this this movie came out in
0: 94 though there's no way these kids on Auburn saw Shawshank. No, I'm not surprised at this by a second. Yeah. I mean, you and I, I mean, some of the references we make on show. He's 86 this show, years old, by the way, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I mean, we make a lot of, like, TV show slash movie references on the show. Uh, if somebody listening or watching is 27 years old, they probably don't get half of them. How many people do you think below 30 have ever watched Seinfeld? Guessing well, probably. It's on a lot, but then I know, also I know it is. Right, yeah, but sure. Right. But Shawshank is a top five movie of all time. Yes. Without any doubt in my mind. But if if you're 20 years old, that's 10 years older than you are. There's a pretty good chance you're going to have no idea what the movie is. Or potentially even never even heard of it before. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a good chance someone older on the bench said, do you know who that is? Do you know who the fan is you yelling yeah. at? That's Morgan Freeman. All right. So I'll give you some uh, Super Bowl tips, by the way, if uh, you're coming out here this week to Las Vegas, you gotta check the forecast. I mean, people assume that it's oh, gonna be to 72 and sunny. We're off to a bad start, I know. you get getting rain the next three days uh-huh. and it's uh, in the 40s for a high. Maybe it'll touch 50, a couple spots in town, but it's not great. We talked about this last week, you have to bring t- cash. You have to bring cash. Uh, first of all, you're probably gonna be in a spot where tipping is gonna have to happen. And then ATM fees are now like 12 bucks on the strip. Maybe even higher, depends on where you go. If you can't get reservations on the strip at good restaurants, keep in mind that really, really good spots exist to eat off the strip, and it's not that far. You can get to great restaurants in a- What are you willing to pay? Seven or eight minute Uber ride. I'll get you a table for a $100 handshake.
2: I bet I can get you a table. Yeah. $50 handshake. That'd be worth it for some people. We always talk about the, uh, the the sandwich out here. That's right? right, yep. The $20 sandwich, if you're you want, checking in. You take the credit card and the driver's license and you put a $20 bill in, in between. You, you, you're you gonna get an upgrade. You're gonna get, something's gonna go your way when you
0: check in your room. Now I'm 0% lifetime trying that, but.
2: Oh, come on,
0: I'm like 95%. Well, 60% of the time that works every time. Also, if you plan on getting wild, schedule an IV drip. Oh, boy. From what we've been told, the recovery process with this thing is... Uh, cheat code. Immaculate. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. It's like you're on a cheat code. And I had this conversation over the weekend. Someone looked at me sideways when I brought up that this, this week might be the first time ever some people are coming to Las Vegas. They're like, what are you talking about? Don't be an idiot. Of course not. They've been here before. I've met people from what? L.A. who are in their 40s. Who've never been to Las Vegas before? Oh, that I can't believe. No, that's insane. Now that blows my mind. It's a three hour drive. Yeah, Michael Lombardi on the program coming up next. Is he on board with the Chiefs' new strategy enough to pick them to win the game outright on Sunday?
1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed
1: team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now this is Follow the Money
5: on VCN.
2: Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Download the app now. Use code VEASAN. Ton of props. And bet five dollars, you get two hundred instantly in bonus bets for new customers only on DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner. Super Bowl Fifty-Eight, code Veasan.
0: The crown is yours. Michael Lombardi joins the program now. His show is called Lombardi Line. You get it every day at one o'clock in the afternoon on the East Coast, ten a.m. out here, Pacific Time. And he is going to be at the Media Center slash Radio Row doing a show all week long. Michael, good morning. Thanks for the time today. How are you? <laughs>
3: I'm doing great, guys. Good morning. Happy Super Bowl week. Yep, same to you. you. Too. Can you? By the way, we
0: started the show with this today. If you go back ten years ago, I said there's never—say never—but I said never <laughs> we're ever going to get a Super Bowl here in Las Vegas, as a guy who's been in the league for a long, long time. But you knew Al Davis, who loved the area as well, loved the city. Did you ever think that Las Vegas would host a Super Bowl going back ten years or more?
3: No, I really never did. I mean, look, you know, and then when they had the the the. the uh, NBA All-Star game here and it was kind of a little bit of a mess. I never thought it would ever get a Super Bowl. So, no, I mean, we've come a long way. I mean, when you think about it, we've got major networks talking about betting and that we never would have thought that was going to happen. Yep,
0: yep. So I read your breakdown on the website vcin.com. You're talking about the Chiefs' new strategy and what it's been like in the playoffs. Are you fully on board with that, Michael, to the point of where you want to pick them and, uh, you know, say that you would bet them as well in the Super Bowl?
3: Well, I, I'm am here. I just don't know. I can't give myself any evidence that this is going to flip for the 49ers. Like I, I really think the 49ers have the have the better team, but I haven't seen any evidence that they're the better team. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about this: they, they, they the 49ers have allowed 10 rushing touchdowns all season, and they've allowed five in the playoffs. You know, they have averaged 9.6 yards per completion. In the regular season they've allowed 12.1 in the postseason I don't know like I'm having a hard time understanding you know this and the other factor is the script to me the most important part of this game is the script the first quarter the 49ers have not scored in the first quarter at all and the Kansas City Chiefs have scored 46 of their 70 points in the first half so I, I just can't think that Brock Purdy can start slow. One of the things Tom Brady always talked about was how hard it is to get into a rhythm in the Super Bowl. How hard it is to kind of get into the flow because of the TV timeouts, because of the delays, because of the long half times, all those things. And the 49ers have started so slow, it worries me.
2: That's a a great insight with Brady, and I also agree with you. We haven't seen the 49ers' A game in over a month and a half. How about what what Spags can do? You see, shut down Tua. He shut down Lamar. You think Spags will limit and contain
3: Purdy in this offense? Well, I, I think he'll have a harder time because he knows Kyle can run the football. He knows Kyle can scheme runs and he knows Kyle will be able to do things formation-wise to cause him some problems. I mean, the chess match that I think is somewhat even is Kyle between, between uh, Spag. It's the one I'm worried about is what Steve Wilkes going to do. He's kind of stuck in his own concept. Will he come out and play man? Because if he plays like he typically does, they're not going to play well enough. Mahomes will be 12 for 12. Mahomes will be 19 for 21 in the first half and they'll have too many easy throws and this team wants to start fast they want to start fast but they you know the problem is they 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 got to be able to get off the field and the niners go back to the 49er game the niner the 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 eagle game last year they didn't start fast in that game in the championship game so Mm -hmm. for me that's the real issue I, i i worry about the pace of the game and i worry about i worry about the pace of the game and i worry about how, if they have to play from behind, can they do it the third time? Like you said, we have not seen their A game in over a month.
2: Do they contain Pacheco or does he go off and have a big game?
3: You know, Pacheco averages 14 carries during the regular season. He's up to 21 during the postseason. Andy Reid said, you know, I hate running the football, but I hate losing more. (laughs) And he's run it, you know, and he's tried to run it more effectively. So, um, I think to me, Pacheco, that's going to be the key. Can they stop it? Look, the one thing Andy's done a great job of is hiding this offensive line. You know, this offensive line has not been very good. We used to see Taylor lined up in the wing formation, you know, or Donovan Smith getting back because they couldn't pass protect. They've only allowed two sacks and they've run the ball very effectively. So for me... You know, that's going to be the game. And I don't think Chase Young will, will start. I think they'll put someone heavier on the edges mm. because they've been worried about their run game. Yeah. People have thrown Chase Young around.
0: That's a really good point. You know, and t- to what you brought up, though, moments ago, to tie it into Pacheco on the ground, uh, the pace of the game. I mean, well, when you really stop and think about it, the way to attack both defenses will be on the ground. This could be a battle between McCaffrey and Pacheco. So it's just going to be long drives, maybe drawn out, and uh, get a lower scoring game.
3: You know, when you look at what Buffalo was able to accomplish against them, yeah. Buffalo had four drives of over 12 plays. The last drive was 16 plays. They missed the field goal. long. Buffalo controlled the ball. Buffalo had the ball 37 minutes. They only allowed Kansas City to have a 22, and they couldn't stop them. They held them to 27 points in 22 minutes. So as much as the Chiefs control the football, they've had 19 drives of over seven plays or more since they've changed their offense. They've been very methodical. They've been willing to throw the ball, and they've taken the points. They haven't really been very uh, aggressive on fourth down. They have three for four on fourth down in those four games, and one of them was last week against Baltimore. So, I, I mean, if either team start, I think this is an eight-possession game for both teams. I really do. I don't see this being a back-and-forth mm-hmm. freaking out because both teams can move the football. And look, let's face it, we're, we're kind of lured into sleeping here because Baltimore was so ineffective against Kansas City. Buffalo wasn't. I mean, Buffalo wasn't. If Diggs catches the one pass and the kid makes the field goal, we might be talking about Buffalo in this game.
2: Absolutely. Score prediction? High scoring, low scoring?
3: You know, I, I, I think it's an under – I, I, I want to say it's an under game, but I kind of think both offensive coaches will make it go over. I've been, I, every time I type up what my prediction of the game to send to Adam Burke, <laughs> I think it again and I delete it. <laughs> and I come back, and I think it again, and I delete it. Like, I can't get a conviction. I don't know about you guys. I'm having a hard time sitting there saying, you know. I, I think the smart play is to take the points in Mahomes, homes. I really do. But, I, you know, and I don't trust Moody. I really don't. I, I mean, I yep. think the kid's a great kicker. I think he's going to be a great kicker. But to me, that's another area yep. where I'm concerned of with the Niners.
0: Yeah, I mean, Michael, I picked the Niners for the guy that's coming out tomorrow. But I'll be honest, I don't have a bet. On the side of this game, I can't. I don't think I'm going to. Before kickoff, I don't have a bet on the total either.
3: Yeah, I, I think the total has. You know, I thought the last week's game was going to go over. I thought both teams should move the football and held up. The, the Chiefs scored 17 points in the first half and didn't need a point in the second half to win the game. Yeah. When does that ever happen? No when kidding. do you never not need points in the fourth quarter to win a, to win a big game? You know, I was just watching Brady come from behind 28-3. to I mean, you know, it's like, what happens to adjustments? Like, where did it go? So, I think you got to just keep your mind focused. And look, there's been no evidence that the 49ers have played well defensively in two games. Now, if you want to go against that evidence, go ahead. Sure. Do you have
2: any uh, insight onto the bizarre story, what happened with Kingsbury? It looked like it was a done deal. He was going to be the OC at the Raiders.
3: I think there was some problems with the contract. I think they were negotiating the contract. I think there was some language issues. I think the Raiders kind of uh, left some things undone, and it opened the door for him to go to Washington. And you know, there he went. And so now they hire Luke Getzey. I, I, I do. I do think. I do. I've heard there's been a lot of rumblings that Hugh Jackson was coming to town, but I think ultimately those rumblings got dispelled. I initially thought that maybe Kingsbury didn't want to do that because of. Of, of potentially that Hugh was coming but they, they've made it clear they're not going to bring Hugh Jackson
0: to the okay. I wonder if this is going to make you know the, there's a connection here obviously Kingsbury coached Caleb Williams in college at USC also Caleb Williams is from the DC area now how much play are we going to get this narrative Michael like it's going to turn into well the commanders are going to go after the number one pick and let's see what kind of uh, offer they can put together for the Bears
3: well, I think, look, I mean, you know, there's other good quarterbacks in the draft, and I would tell Cliff, and one thing about the 49ers, so we're very clear here, Adam Peters, the man who drafted Trey Lance, he is the man running the 49ers, so he's going to pick the quarterback. I think that Josh Harris has made it very clear, based on his lack of interest in Babel, based on his lack of interest in Belichick, that he wants the GM to pick the players, he wants the coach to coach the team. So I think we're going to overemphasize how much Kingsbury is involved.
0: Thanks for the time, as always, Michael. Have a great week out here, okay? Thanks, guys. All right, Thank you, goodbye. sir. Yep, Lombardi line, again, 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 Pacific, right here on Vsin. He's going to be live at the Media Center slash Radio Row the entire week out here in Las Vegas. I'm with you. It's tough, I know. I like the Chiefs, but then again, there's nothing that's going to
2: surprise me with what happens uh, from a standpoint score or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll be low scoring, but there is a lot of offensive firepower here. Maybe Purdy turns it over. Maybe
0: there's a special teams touchdown. Who knows? Got to tell you. Uh, I know like a bunch of sharp bitters came out and said last week that they don't like getting involved in pick games. I get it for a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I kind of get that. And when we talked to Nick Bogdanovich last week, that was a great answer. The money line's yeah. out of play here. Yeah. Takes He's, the money he, line out of play. He basically said the same thing. Nick works here at Circa, yeah. by the way, longtime bookmaker. He's like, yeah, they're not big fans of this at all. They'd rather have a, you know, like a six point game or something like that. Yeah. VSIN host Mike Somich on the show coming up next. He definitely has an opinion on the side of this game. He bet it immediately. Find out who he likes next here on VSIN.
2: Is follow the money on vsin. Start your morning with the daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free vsin daily newsletter. Adam Burke with uh, betting strategies on the big game. Bill 80, everything about the Super Bowl. Expert analysis, latest odds straight to your
0: inbox. Absolutely free vsin.com slash newsletter. Subscribe. All right, Mike Samich joins the program now. He's a co-host of The Handle. It's a weekend, Saturday and Sunday night right here on since 7 o'clock Eastern Time. He definitely has a strong opinion on this game, which we'll get to in a minute. Good to see you. Good to meet you. How are you?
4: Uh, doing great. I appreciate you guys having me this morning. I, I have a bunch of respect for you boys getting up as early as you do to do this show. I'm not a morning riser, and the 545 alarm went off, and I was a little, a little groggy, but excited <laughs> to be here. It's
0: a tough one. Yeah, yeah it takes a little bit uh, getting used to, I'll tell you that. Um, Um, So right away you bet the Super Bowl. I did. Was it pretty much the opening night? Was it Sunday night of last week or was it Monday morning? And and tell us why and uh, the team that you bet as well.
4: So I was I was actually sitting at a poker table as the uh, the 49ers-Lions game ended and I immediately bet the Super Bowl when the line opened. So it was Chiefs plus two and a half was the number that I got. I, I immediately took the Chiefs plus two and a half for a couple reasons. Um, first off, I, I did my numbers for both of teams just in case, just so I knew what I was expecting going into it before the NFC title game after we knew the Chiefs were going to be there. And I made this game one and a neutral. So I have the Niners laying one, and that's assuming... That we're playing on you know week 11 on a neutral not assuming everything else all the, all the additional factors you have to factor in with the two-week break and the super bowl and when i look at those intangibles to me they all lean toward kansas city you've got brock purdy in his first super bowl against patrick mahomes who's incredibly experienced mm-hmm. we've got andy Reid, who i would take over kyle shanahan any day of the week and the issues we've seen from andy Reid. and then you have spagnolo on the defensive side and this kansas city defense that's really been taking steps forward as the season's gone along and san francisco is taking steps back and when you look at how both both the Lions and the Packers game went, you had San Francisco fall behind early in those games. You can't do that against this Chiefs team. Mahomes will adjust how he plays if they're up a couple scores and say, okay, I'm going to rely on the defense, tap the ga- the brakes a little, but if I need to, I can step on the gas again. I think a great example of that was watching that Baltimore game. You watch the first couple drives. You know, There's, there's one play where Mahomes moves to the left, moves to the right, then moves up in the pocket on third and five and throws a duck very accurately to Kelsey. Second half, he was throwing that away as soon as he made that first move because of how the defense was playing. This isn't the team you want to try and come back on. So to me, the start for San Francisco, incredibly important here. And based on the way they've started the last two weeks and how Purdy has looked early in games all season, he's consistently gotten better as it's gone along. It could be a real nightmare spot here for this Niners.
2: Yeah, I I'm, I agree with you. I like the Chiefs. Uh, excellent points there. The other one, Dan Campbell and, and the mistakes that Detroit made. Detroit could be in this game as well and, and should be. But... If, if it's from the San Francisco perspective, would you be more worried about Purdy or this, this defense, which has been a sieve for a month?
4: I mean, I would be more worried about the defense, to be honest with you. Because now, look, all respect to Goff and Love, they're not Mahomes, right? And and so you have a completely different beast you're facing from an offensive perspective. And you're giving this Chiefs team two weeks to prepare against a defense that has really struggled since they lost their safety. And it's not just against the pass. They've struggled against the run as well. We saw Aaron Jones tear him up. We saw Montgomery and Gibbs beat him up. Even the end around to Williams for 40-plus yards. Good point. So you've got to worry about not only the running game, but also the passing game, and it just it creates an issue for them with the time off. Now, maybe they can fix it in two weeks. I don't feel like that's a, a, a very likely outcome here, especially against a good Chiefs defensive line and a, a defensive line from San Francisco that's really not created the pressure that we've expected from them over the playoff run.
0: Brought this up to Michael Lombardi in the previous segment. And he brought up the, the his biggest question might be the pace overall of the game. And my retort to that was I think it's you know can play out where it's a really slow pace, and based on how these teams should attack the other the opposition's defense, it should be. And the numbers suggest this because Pacheco's numbers are going up. But it should be like Pacheco versus McCaffrey, like on almost every single drive, don't you think?
4: It sure looks like that. And that's what I expected in the Baltimore game as well. And for some yeah, reason, Baltimore decides, hey, we're going to throw the football against the fourth best passing defense in the NFL. And That was just, that was wild to me. That was the
0: strangest yeah. game plan, I think, from any team in a big game that I can recall.
4: I, Gus Edwards rips off a 15-yarder on his first carry, touches the ball again two times in the first half. And only three running back runs after the 536 mark in the first quarter. I mean, what are we doing? I, I don't think you're going to see that same mistake from San Francisco here. I, I think they're going to absolutely feed McCaffrey early. And much like the Buffalo Buffalo game that we saw against Kansas City, KC was allowing the run in the first half. They were letting Cook cut them up and, and allowing the five, six-yard gains there. Second half, they adjusted their defense, brought, brought more men in the box, had some some run blitzes to try to take away that run game from them. I think you're going to see something similar here from Kansas City. And you mentioned pace of play. Everyone talks about how dynamic this San Francisco offense is. When you look at the players, yes, you've got very dynamic playmakers, but the pace of play is 31st in the NFL, both first half and second half. They're not looking to get That's up good. there, rush to the line, get it going. You look at Kansas City, they're eighth in the first half, but they're bottom five in the second half as well. And to me, I mean, I, I played under 48 at the open. I teased Chiefs up to eight and a half and the under 50. 54, not a big, total teaser guy, but when you don't have many options, you take what you can get, right? And I've I like that. I've been moving more and more toward the unders. Yeah. I've talked about this game more and more because I I do believe you're going to see a lot of run plays in this game early. That you know, if you're San Francisco, you want to keep this Chiefs offense off the field. You want to keep Mahomes off the field. You've got a very good running back against a, you know a significantly weaker unit in that Chiefs rushing defense. So I I would expect you're going to see both of these these. Running backs get 20 carries, and if this game is close especially, I don't see yeah. how it goes over.
2: These are all excellent points, and, and I'm really getting strong on the under. You could, I'll tell you what's in play here is an eight-minute drive that results in no points where you come out, long drive, right, and then Moody misses a field goal. That's in play. The other thing, you remember the, uh, the first New England Giants Super Bowl when they were going for the, the undefeated yeah. season? Okay, well, they played that game. That last game was high scoring, right? Massa. Then they come out. There's two drives in the first <laughs> quarter, and that was a 17 to 14. Who saw that come? Oh yeah, right. And I uh, think yeah, the Patriots had one. Uh, had the ball with like two minutes left, three minutes left in the first quarter, and they, they get down to like the five-yard line, and that's it. So we, maybe that's in play, too, where you have some teams just has a ridiculous uh, time of possession advantage, too.
4: Uh, I it's think a, it's a great point. I mean, we've seen this Kansas City team have consistently two, five, six, seven-minute drives yep. per game. I, I'll go back to the Buffalo game as the best comp for this, where you have both okay. quarterbacks go under, you have both running backs go over on their rushing props, yeah. and you, yes, they got 51 points. But the, everything went perfectly. They only had 15 drives that didn't end in a kneel down in that game. And I could see a very similar script here where you have both teams get eight possessions each. And if you have eight possessions, it's really hard to get to a 48 number. You, you need everything to be perfect. And that that Buffalo-Kansas City game, they scored touchdowns every single time they went they went yeah. down the field. I don't think you're going to see that, that same consistency here from both of these teams. I think you're going to see the, the offenses stall a little bit more. Uh, it, I just... I think it's going to be a really slow-paced game. It's all about mm-hmm. the second-half adjustments.
0: Okay, so that's awesome analysis. And by the way, it's Follow the Money here on Vsin the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Mike Samich, who's a host here on Vsin as well. His show is called The Handle, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the network. You are talking me into examining, looking at some alt-unders in this game. Is that something that you're considering? If so, how low do you want to go?
4: I have not gotten there yet. I, I, don't, I don't hate the take. I, I think this is a game where i'm going to be really interested in the in-game unders so once this thing kicks off you know i I was i had i really enjoyed the baltimore kansas city game because i was on the under in that game i played it under when it went to 7 7. i played it under again when it went to 14 7. i I expect a very similar style where if there are points they're going to come in the first half and one of the the props that i have bet already one of my favorite props of the super bowl highest scoring quarter because we've traditionally seen first quarters in the Super Bowl start out a little bit slower. You've got players that are a little tighter, and I mentioned Brock Purdy. First quarter has been his worst quarter over the season. The second half, everyone, everyone has heard about the Chiefs trends at this point, where 18-2 and two to the under the second half, 19-1 and one to the under in the fourth quarter. Well, the fourth quarter is the favorite for highest scoring quarter at plus 150. The second quarter is the second choice at plus 165. I think that's wrong. I think those should be flipped. I think the second quarter should be the favorite. So I've already got a, a decent chunk of change here on second quarter as the highest scoring quarter in this game.
0: OK, because of how the Chiefs have played the entire year and that trend is just, you can't ignore it. I mean, the second halves, the fourth quarters, second half, 18 and two under, fourth quarter, 19 and one of the under on the year. Those are all available. Have you done anything with those before the game is kicked off here?
4: I found a 24 second half. I played the
0: under there. You'd find yeah. okay. 24,
4: Right now, there's, there's 23 and a half. 24 yeah. is depending on where you're shopping. 24 is a really important number, people. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. make, make sure you go out there and you find the 24 if you're going to play it. and i would hold off if you want to play the under and you can't find it right now i think we get back to 48 at some point yeah. uh we look at the if you look at the market i mean this opened at 48 and it moved down to 47. i'm not a huge betting splits guy but when it made that full point move 66 percent of the bets 66 percent of the money were on the over which means that you were seeing bigger bets sharper bets coming on the under that's why the line moved down a full point we've gone back up to 47 and a half I think you're going to start see the recreational better. A little more interested in this game. People are going to start flying into town who have a a couple bucks that are going to throw it on the over Mm -hmm. here. I, I expect this to tick up to 48 at some point this week. Possibly you'll see a 48 and a half, but if you do, that's when the buyback comes. So if you ever see that 48 and a half, you want to get the under, you got to hit that right away.
0: Any concern? That now we're, you know, a week into talking about this game, most people are making the case for the Chiefs, not the 49ers. Yeah, I am a little Better bit concerned. I
4: mean, I, I there I've been driving the bandwagon and it's getting pretty full <laughs> back here, man. It's taking a lot more gas to <laughs> go one mile right now. So but I I bet the Chiefs the first three weeks of the playoffs, I have them I've talked about this quite a bit on this network. I have them power, power rated higher than the market. And they're 12 and 6 against the spread. I think I'm yeah. justified at this point. I, I can't get off them here when I do have this game a point difference. And like I said, the tangibles lead to Kansas city.
0: Great stuff. We'll continue with Mike homage coming up next. We'll find out other props that he's building with this portfolio based on liking the chiefs next.
1: who get it done. This is Follow the Money on vSENG.
2: With the VEASAN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with a VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up, get the VEASAN Pro annual subscription in your first year for only $199, the typical price of $240. Use promo code FTM. Access to the brand new website. Every bet, every host, every guest. Betting split show you where the money and bets are moving every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, and the 24-7 video access. Plus the Super Bowl betting guide, best bets, and favorite prop bets. Promo code FTM.
0: First year VEASAN. VEASAN. PRO ACCESS, 199vc.com slash subscribe. Mike Samich is in studio with us, VEASAN host. He's also going to be on the post-game show Sunday night right here on VEASAN. When the game goes final, you're going to be on the airwaves here on VEASAN. And uh, it's a fun show to do. Paulie and I did it for, what, three, four years or whatever, uh, the night right after it's over with. Everything's fresh in your head. Hopefully it's like a Super Bowl where there's a ton of big plays. It's an exciting game. You bring on people like from the books across the country and here at Circo, wherever else, DraftKings, and they're going to give you a bunch of nuggets that are just like, oh, wow, I didn't see that one coming. That was a huge result for the book.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to do the show. It's going to be fun to be able to. Okay. And I, you know the best part? I don't have to pay $400 a seat to sit in a sports book. Yeah. I get to sit here in the studio and watch the game. So it's <laughs> a huge perk from that perspective as well. I'm excited to be able to do that and yeah, find out the MVP live on air, talk about the Gatorade color, some of the fun props, and then just Interesting. I, talking to the bookmakers will be fascinating for me. I've always been very interested in the mechanics of betting. Yep. I actually worked behind a book for about four months when the South Point opened, so got to see some of that. I'm excited to be able to talk to a few of those guys afterward and, and hear where they got beat up, where they were successful, and and try and take some
0: nuggets away from that for next year's Super Bowl. It's never too early to start preparing on, on how to attack a game next year as well. For sure. Paulie has a little slice on Pacheco to win the MVP, bet him at 30-1. to one. Can you see a scenario where the Chiefs win the game and Mahomes doesn't get the MVP and it would go to Pacheco?
4: If I'm looking at the MVP race, I'm looking at the Chiefs specifically. For me, it's one of two guys. It's either Mahomes or it's Pacheco. I think they're the only two real possibilities Mm -hmm. here. If Rice or Kelsey you have gotten 52% of the targets so far in the playoffs, right? 27 and 25, respectively, yep. out of 91 targets. If either of them ends up going for a buck 10 and two touchdowns, the problem is Mahomes probably going to throw for another 120, 130, 140 yards, whatever it is, and have some of those flash plays that aren't touchdowns. It's going to be tough to deny him the MVP if they're able to win, especially if this is a close game. And we have one of those Mahomesian drives that sets up the, the game-winning field goal, things like that. So... If he's able to do that, I think it's hard for one of the receivers or the tight ends to be able to get the award. However, you know, let's say that they they have a couple plays that get a couple players get tackled at two Pacheco runs in two touchdowns here goes for a buck 10 Mahomes doesn't throw one there's a world where the Pacheco ticket comes in in my mind I think it's those are the two most likely players when you're looking from Kansas City's perspective on the other side from San Francisco's perspective to me it's, it's either Debo or McCaffrey that mm-hmm. that's where I want to go and I
2: throw out Purdy
4: I, I agree I with you the, the price yeah. is wrong to me the, yes. the plus 225 price is just too short for someone that Let's be honest. People don't want to give an award to. No. I mean, yeah, you're right. I you're right. know. It's
2: too much game manager stuff with them, and it's uh, the who, the supporting cast, and look at the stars around them.
4: Yep, exactly. If you, if you talk about who gets credit in San Francisco, Purdy's probably fourth on the list. Yeah. I mean, Shanahan's there. You're going to have McCaffrey. You're going to have Debo. And to me, if Debo's going to get, we saw him get three carries against Detroit. And that's when he had a shoulder that was banged up and you wanted to make sure he was good to go for the entire game. If he gets three, four carries, let's say he rips one off here for 45, 50 yards, gets a touchdown on the mm-hmm. ground, goes for 80, 90 through the air and a touchdown and Kansas City or San Francisco wins. It's going to be hard to deny him the MVP in that situation. And McCaffrey could have a very similar game. I'll yeah.
2: give, I'll give you one that's nuts to me. At some places, Bosa has better odds than Kittle. <laughs> now that's nuts. You see what Bosa said, by the way? When you watch film on the Chiefs, what's the. Oh, they hold a lot, he said, which was it. But I, I can't Everyone believe. Everyone holds it. a lot. I, <laughs> I, I, I think I think Kittle can have a big game here. I can't believe Bosa's, you know, like, like that 40, 50 to run one range, and Kittle's like 60. That's nuts.
4: It, it, I agree with you. I, I think it'd be it's gonna be almost impossible for a defensive player to win this MVP because of all the star yeah. power that you have on the offenses on both sides. And when you look at Kittle, he has got a very plus matchup here. You've got Snead on the outside, you've got McDuffie as an all pro cornerback as well this is going to be a situation where they're going to take away Ayuk and Samuel or at least try to, try to yeah. And, and that means that Kittle up the middle is the person that is going to be very popular as well as McCaffrey coming out of the backfield to me those are yeah. going to be the two keys here and we saw Spagnolo really dial up the blitz against Baltimore now they should be able to get pressure with four here but if they do end up dialing up the blitz that points to Kittle and McCaffrey again so I, I think Kittle has a chance to have a pretty big game here
0: it's right, follow the money here on VEASAN the Sports Betting Network our guest Mike Samich he's going to be on the Super Bowl post game show here on and Sunday night it's going to be a great show Um, if you you're making the case now you bet the Chiefs right away you like the under so then give us an idea of some of the props you're looking at to kind of build around that scenario
4: well, one of the, one of my favorite props right out of the game is McCaffrey over rushing yards. I, I, when we saw Shanahan, what he did as the coordinator in Atlanta in the Super Bowl, what he's done over the last two games, he's playing a conservative. And, and to me, you hear all the hullabaloo around the game plan from Baltimore and you've got McCaffrey, you got to use him here, especially early. And I think he gets absolutely fed in the first half. And if this game is close, he will continue to get fed as the game goes along. I think it's likely he rips off a 20, 30 yarder at some point. We're sitting at 88 and a half right now for his total I like the over there quite a bit I think that he has a pretty big game and then you know if you took at the what San Francisco's defense is going to do when they, they get on the field they're going to try and take away Kelsey Now, everyone tries to take away Kelsey. Most people are not successful with it. But to me, Rasheed Rice is the player you target on the Chiefs. I I have him to have the most receiving yards in this game. He's plus 320. Mm -hmm. When you look at San Francisco, they spread out the targets. You've got four possible receivers. With Kansas City, it's just two. And if you're going to take away Rice or Kelsey, you're taking away Kelsey. So I think Rice has the opportunity to have a pretty big game here, especially against a weaker secondary. If you can get away from Ward, if you get rice away from Ward, I think he has a, a decent game as well. So I'm on some rice props. And then I think MVS, I'm surprised. I realize you have to total him at 19 and a half, but that's one reception for him. So I, I played a little bit of the alts. You can get uh, over 40 yards. I think it's plus 320 right now. You can get over 50 yards, I think four to one. Yep. I, he's going to get one deep shot at some point in this game.
0: I played his reception, longest reception, over 13 and a half.
4: Yeah. I, I, to me, that's another one where it's, hey, if, if he gets three opportunities – all he's got to do is catch one of them, and it catching the ball pretty good right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs>
2: How about some of the other stuff? Two point conversion, miss extra point. Are you getting involved in any of those props and stuff any like that? And any of the that. fun stuff? Yeah. Uh,
4: not any of the crazy ones just yet. Uh, we did flip a coin in studio, and the handle that came up heads, so I put a little heads bet in. Just you know, trying to try. One time to, you flipped it? Yeah. One time, okay, yeah. That's you all you need. They only flip it once in the game, right? Right. right, right yeah. <laughs> um, how, about the, how
2: about the lunatic who put a hundred thousand on tails last Tuesday?
4: I, everyone I'm loves that. tails. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I the tails had bandwagon had is dollars? full. The heads band, we're fails. empty over here, I man. Know. Like, you know, just the one suggestion: don't bet minus anything on the coin no, flip no yeah, you no. can go on DraftKings. you can get plus 100 on both sides <laughs> yeah. just do that if you want to do something just just bet the plus under there um i am one of the few reba under people i found uh, a lot of people taking the over. Going over it's moving well i i realize that now oh, we yeah. haven't done the we haven't done the actual uh we haven't we haven't done the the dry warm-ups yeah, yeah the dry run yet so i don't think that's on information but it would be the shortest anthem in history if she goes under this yeah however if you look at her past anthems Uh, she's consistently gone under this number. I I don't think people realize how fast she likes to sing this sucker. So I I did take the under there on uh, on Reba on the anthem. We'll see if that comes in. So that'll be my first early fun bet. No Gatorade color, nothing like that quite yet. I do like longest field goal Chiefs. If, yes. you, if you look at what yes. these two teams do, I mean, Bucker is 33 for 35 on the year. I
2: like over 47 and a half, too. I, for the
4: I, I agree with you. These are yeah. perfect kicking additions. And Reed has kicked from 58, from 60 this year. Yeah. He, he's huh? willing to take those long field goals.
0: Well, to tie in how conservative Shanahan has been, and Moody is shaky at best, uh, what number did you get, Paulie, on him to miss a kick?
2: Uh, Well, missed kick in the game is plus 105. There you go. But, yeah. I mean, but once, there's like so then you yeah, get both each, guys. Yeah, you're talking, I think it's well,
0: there's missed extra point and there's missed field points for yeah, each yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, But plus 105 in general for the game, both guys included. Well, yeah, that could be it. Yeah.
4: I would I'd rather go after the Moody prop. If you can, if there is one that splits them There's out, Moody, yep. yeah, I would rather yep. take the Moody to miss versus Bucker to miss because I, I you're, you're, it's like in an entry in horse racing yeah. where one of them is getting bet and the other one's kind of getting left alone. It's the, the you'd rather have them split up because you're going to get a better price on both if you split them up. It's sure. the same scenario here where I think one's highly. When you compare them to one's highly more highly likely to miss, and that is Moody in my mind than it is Bucker, so I'd rather yep. split them up and just play the Moody.
0: What do we find? Was it plus two fifty on one and plus seven fifty on the other for Moody? I think in that range you can find miss extra point and yeah. miss field goal in the game.
4: Yeah. So if you blend them, you're still getting a better yeah. number than you are betting betting both
0: of them. I asked Paulie this forty five minutes ago. Win or lose, Mahomes is the most skilled quarterback we've ever seen. Do you concur? See, skilled is an interesting
4: part of it. Yes, I mean, yeah. I grew up as a Dolphins fan watching Marino, and that guy could spin it. Oh, he was and, and, he's I mean, underrated. If you put him in today's NFL, those numbers, man, they'd be huge. Elway too. Elway, as well. Yeah, and Elway could move. I mean, that's oh yeah. He could he could run around and get it done on the legs. Yeah. Well, Dan
2: Reeves had him in handcuffs
4: too. That's how we treated him. But when you look at what Mahomes has done. With this weapons set, right? Where, look, Bryce, he's been, he's improved quite a bit. This is a rookie. Like, yeah. this is the worst version of the Chiefs we're going to see in the next five years. That, to me, is the other really scary part of this. That no defense kidding. is young, rookie contracts. It's its going to be tough to knock them off in the future.
0: And, oh, by the way, there are some big name free agents that play wide receiver. If the Chiefs would land one of those guys, great stuff today, man. Thanks so much for coming in today. We really hey, appreciate it. Happy that. to do Thank it you. anytime. Mike Samich, Vison host. He's going to be on the post game show Sunday night right after the Super Bowl. uh, It will be an entertaining show. If you miss any of this program today, all you have to do is search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcasts. Best of luck betting tonight. We'll see you.
5: who get it done.